Welcome to my podcast. I'm Reagan Beshera, founder of Ollie's Accounting, a bookkeeping and payroll services firm based in the United States. I have almost a decade of small business accounting expertise to share with my clients and the business community at large. I want to help you define your beliefs and values, create better procedures in line with those values, and realize your financial agency and independence as a small business owner. Whether you've got a side hustle or a fully-fledged business with a team of employees, we all share the same struggles against our limiting beliefs. Let's overcome those together by imagining new ways of doing business. Today, I'm going to talk to you about why I chose the accounting and bookkeeping industry for my career, and also where my business name comes from. I graduated college in 2014, and I had a math and physics degree with a concentration in mathematics. I was not always good at math, quote unquote. In fact, that was something that I struggled with in pre-algebra and algebra in middle school and high school. I did eventually get the hang of it, and once I did, I found that I really enjoyed it. Math is fun because I like rules and boundaries. In mathematics, you have to start with a set of rules about a quote universe, and then you go on to prove things about that universe using those rules. I enjoyed all aspects of algebra, geometry, and trigonometry. It just made sense to me because we were already starting with these assumptions about numbers and space and then solving problems using those rules. There's something really satisfying about being able to prove your point without a shadow of a doubt, which is why I also like science. But math Mathematics is the specific part of the sciences that I prefer because there's not room for error when you're doing thought experiments and imagining a perfect world without friction. I like the concepts of high-level math like number theory and talking about infinite sets of numbers. It's fascinating to me because it's somewhat based in the real world, but we get to imagine a world without flaws. If you're studying any other science like biology or chemistry or even a social science like sociology or psychology, there's imperfection that you have to take into account. The scientific method allows you to test out hypotheses, but since we have human brains and we make human errors, there's always going to be bias that you have to consider when you're testing. With mathematics, your conjecture is either true or it's false. I just prefer that world, even though I know it doesn't exist. I enjoyed learning math because it was all conceptual. And physics was an area of science that naturally came to me because I was good at math. At least in the introductory physics courses, you're still assuming that there's no friction in some of your problems and you study the way things move and create equations and problems to model how forces and mass interact in time and space. As you can probably tell, I can very much nerd out on all of that and that's why I chose that course of study and got my degree in those areas. I care deeply about the arts and studying things that take human interpretation to have any meaning. I enjoy reading a lot. I played piano and clarinet when I was growing up. I actually can play a few other instruments too. I currently dance as my preferred method of exercise. Some of you may know that I am a Zumba instructor in my part-time gig. I really enjoy taking painting classes and not just the ones where you get drunk, like the actual here's how you paint this painting class. The arts have meaning and importance in my life, but they weren't something that I was truly interested in studying. So the sciences were the field of study that was most interesting and also challenging to me. You're probably thinking, if you've lasted through my whole math diatribe just now, how did that land me in the accounting industry? When I was a senior in college, I started looking for jobs that I knew I would be good at that I could use as sort of an internship slash 
work experience position to bring my resume up with some corporate professionalism. I searched and I found a job with a local CPA firm who needed a tax season assistant. So this was in the spring of 2014 and I interviewed with them. The job was mostly collating tax returns, but they did also have me working on some bigger bookkeeping projects and also showed me how to input a tax return. There are, of course, people who get an accounting degree and they go on to be CPAs or enrolled agents and they want to do taxes the rest of their life. Obviously, I was not that person. I did not want to get an accounting degree because the theoretical sciences were more interesting. And I also didn't want to do taxes the rest of my life. But you don't have to have an accounting degree or really any special education or training to do taxes and to do accounting. I learned a lot at that first job and they brought me back the next year during tax season to help out some more. I liked doing simple returns and I especially liked doing bookkeeping. Both of those things are a learned skill. You can just be assigned a few returns to do or some bookkeeping projects and you figure it out as you go. At least that was my experience. And then someone reviews your work and your mistakes are corrected. That's what I mean when I say it's a learned skill. You do your best, it gets corrected, you learn from that, and then move on to the next project. You get corrected again, and so on. After graduation, I interviewed with a company through a temp placement agency. They were a bookkeeping and tax preparation firm too. Since I already had some experience doing that, they were interested in hiring me. But after I got hired, I was told to pretty much forget everything I had learned at the other firm, and they were gonna instruct me on their methods. And that was fine with me, so I was open to learning new methods, and I did. From there, I became a QuickBooks Online Pro Advisor. I acquired my tax preparation ID number with the IRS and assisted with monthly bookkeeping clients as well as tax prep during that time of the year. I had a lot of administrative experience to draw on, so I helped organize the office and workflows. I created and also wrote internal and external procedures for clients. I learned a lot through trial by fire. It was always the case that I was shown how to do something maybe once, and then I was left to learn it on my own. And honestly, that's how I prefer to learn things. And my mom will back me up on this. She does listen to the podcast. <laughs> Since I was little, I wanted to learn how to do things by myself, and I didn't want help from anyone. Even if it was something I had never done before, I wanted to figure it out rather than be shown by someone. And I still identify with that hyper-independent attitude today. There are things that I like to figure out for myself rather than paying someone else to do it, such as my website, creating a podcast, social media, and email marketing, etc. I worked in that job for over seven years. A lot of things bothered me throughout that journey. The people I was working with and for did not share my values on social justice, and that truly bothered me deep down. I wanted my entire life to reflect my values, and that includes the work that I do and who I'm working for. That was one of the major reasons I decided to start my own business and leave my position as an employee in someone else's. But an even larger reason than that was the fact that I had several traumatic experiences in 2021, and those reshaped shaped how I think about my life, my work, and the world at large. I was faced with a bit of an existential crisis, and I also had to own up to the fact that I was subjecting myself to absolute misery day in and day out for no good reason. I quickly woke up to realizing that my life could end at any time. And if that's the case, which it has always been the case, but it's not something I'd ever thought about on the regular, then I wanted my life to be fulfilling, fun, and I wanted to show up for what I believe to be right in every part of my life. That meant leaving where I was working to start my own business based on my values and beliefs. It meant giving myself the time and space to exercise my creative muscles and craft an experience 
that I actually wanted to live every day. Once I decided to leave, the doubt and fear and shame set in. Would I be able to run a successful business? Could I find enough clients to support the income I want to make? How would I afford to contribute to my household expenses in the meantime? I had a meager amount of savings and did not qualify for business loans if I did not have income at first. The shame that I felt was directly related to me taking responsibility for my position with my former employer. I knew what role I played in the company and that my departure would probably create some distress for other people. I cared a lot about other people, and I especially cared about the client work. Some of the clients there were only there because of me, and I did not want the work to suffer because of my absence. But that's pretty fucked up for me to be taking on that responsibility when I was just an employee. I had to undo a lot of that thinking and get to a place where I was okay with the work suffering in my absence, if it truly was going to suffer. I wasn't even being compensated enough to feel that responsible for the outcome of the work. I did a lot more work than what my position called for as well, solely because I enjoyed doing that work and because I cared deeply about providing results and over-delivering to the client. This was the cost that I was not willing to accept any longer. Under compensation, plus the stress and emotional fatigue of working in an environment where I felt unsafe showing up as my authentic self. When I owned the fact that my life could end at any moment, I was absolutely not going to live another moment so out of alignment with my beliefs and values. Once I made the choice to have some fucking self-respect again, I was no longer willing to choose to stay in that position. So I quit, and it was the greatest gift I have ever given myself. The respect and the permission to let myself be absent. To slough off that responsibility I had chosen to take on. It was always optional for me, and I just had to choose. I distinctly remember my 30th birthday. I was at work because I could never fathom taking my birthday off just to enjoy myself and receive that self-care. I was being blamed for something that I didn't do because a client was upset about a form that they had received. The form was correct, and they were supposed to have received it. I didn't even send it to them. Yet I was still, quote, in trouble for the client's dissatisfaction. I looked down at my Fitbit while I was sitting at my desk and noticed that my heart rate was over 130 beats per minute. In that moment, I knew something had to change. I was physically safe, but I didn't want to spend another moment in that kind of stress and anxiety. And I knew that quitting and working somewhere else or starting my own business wasn't going to be all sunshine and daisies either. I knew it would take a lot of work and it wasn't a stress-free fantasy for me. But I did decide to quit and start my own business out of the respect that I have for myself. While considering what I would possibly name my business, a friend of mine came up with All Ease Accounting. It's a play on my middle name, which is Elise, spelled A-L-E-S-E. My middle name is a derivative of a great aunt named Alice. It's unique, and I have always loved it. My friend Alex gets all the credit for coming up with All Ease Accounting. And that is truly what I wanted to create, an experience for myself and my clients that was nothing but ease. That's also where I got the name of this podcast. So in May, I will be coming up on a year in business. I'm still thinking of ways to celebrate myself. I'm so grateful that the me in the past chose herself and me in this moment. I gave myself the gift of space to create and stretch and grow. And because I'm focused on caring for myself in this way and having my own back and respecting myself as a human being, I can show up for my clients and help them accomplish all the things they want to as well. It serves no one for their accountant to be stressed out and working until 3 a.m. during tax season. Most tax preparers I know work every Saturday and most Sundays throughout tax season. They sleep on the floors of their office and they push 
their bodies to the limit of stress and fatigue. And then they turn around and tell you that they make a lot of money during tax season, so it's worth it. Let me tell you this. No amount of money is ever worth my rest and homeostasis. I will not bend myself backwards and twist myself around so that someone else can get results that are truly theirs to own in the first place. By giving myself the gift of ease in my business, career, and life, I show up as an example to my clients about what is possible in their business. And that's why I like the name, All Ease Accounting. It's why I like doing what I do, even if it's not what I went to school for. I'm proud to be the owner and founder of All These Accounting, and I'm grateful that you're here to hear my message. Thanks for listening to my podcast. I'll talk to you next week. If you're enjoying what you're learning on this podcast, please consider supporting me through a subscription on anchor.fm. Any donation amount is welcome, or you can simply share it with someone you know. You can also follow me on Instagram at alleaseaccounting and sign up for my email list at alleaseaccounting.com forward slash subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thank you.